Okay, let's get into it. Hello and happy Halloween from all of us that hold my popcorn. I'm Max Healy in a nightmarish Nashville. And in a haunted north end of Boston, we have Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy? Fantastic. I'd like to give a shout out to our old friend Pike Merbrill. He, <laughs> uh, he passed the Alaska bar exam today. Hey! And I'm talking, about, I'm not oh. talking about anyone who could possibly ever have a job. In Massachusetts, that's not Pike Mrebel. Pike Mrebel <laughs> is from Anchorage, Alaska. People of Anchorage are going to be very lucky to have Mr. Pike Mrebel whenever they get a DUI or kill somebody. Exactly. Spare <laughs> <Yes>. theft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stole my bear. <laughs> Looking at a bird weird. Well, over in a fiery Northern California, we have John Anoshack, who's only wearing a Jason mask and tugging it over a Sacramento freeway. Happy Halloween, John. Happy Halloween, Max. Uh, yeah, so I, I have been on the freeway this week, actually. I've been taking a week off, so I feel like I've been in an opium den for the past five days. I haven't seen the daylight. Uh, yeah, state's on fire. How's everything in Nashville? It's, it's nice. It's, it's a little, getting a little bit chilly here. Just in time for Halloween. Oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I want cold. How many more years until California isn't like a viable place to live anymore? Like, I give it a decade and then like Utah's wine country, you know? Right. <laughs> it, it's I give it a decade. It's just mm-hmm. it just catches fire. Even the uh, the news anchors were on the phone today. They're like, yeah, uh, the fire started in Sonoma today. It, it happens. And on to the traffic report. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't just happen. <laughs> no. Don't act like huge fires are just a normal thing. It's not normal. It's, it's not. Don't let them tell you otherwise. It is not natural. Yeah, okay, I feel like anyways. they've normalized fires more than like they've normalized hurricanes in the Gulf Coast. <laughs> <laughs> well, for our final movie of our Halloween month, we decided to stay in tune with a thriller episode and we watched An American Werewolf in London from the year 1981, directed by John Landis. With the makeup by Rick Baker, and also starring my long-lost older brother, David Noddington. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Griffin Dune. Jenny Agator. Agator? These fucking names. Goddamn Brits. And also John Woodvine. That was an easy one. And uh, shockingly, this movie was suggested by Tim. So, Timmy boy, do you mind telling us why you suggested a movie that didn't have the words lethal or weapon in the title? It's a it is Max. It is a good question. It's a. I'm sure our audience is out there going like, "What's happened to Tim? Who'd you replace him with? Is he having a stroke?" Mm-hmm. Yes, I am having a stroke. That's <laughs> just a, something that happens to me on a daily basis. Nothing to worry about, audience. I'm recovering fine. However, this is like the one horror movie that I enjoy, and it's mainly because there's just a lot of ridiculousness in it. It's base. It's pretty funny, I think, for like a horror movie. And it's sort of like, as far as like horror movies go, it's a pretty low test horror movie. It doesn't really scare the shit out of you. And awesome practical effects. Right. This is kind of like the macaroni and cheese of horror movies. You know, it's kind of gooey and comforting. Exactly. That's why I like it. This is also a trendsetter too. Like this was a gateway for like horror comedy because there really wasn't much like this before this came out. All right. Well, should we get into it? 
Let's do Let's it. it. Cool. So the movie opens up with these two college Americans backpacking through northern England, who are named David and Jack, who walk into a small village tavern called the Slaughtered Lamb, and they do not fit in. I don't know if you've ever seen two people who had worse social skills than these two people. <laughs> they are the single worst at socializing ever. It's like, I don't know if there is a more comfortable place than like, a, a quaint little Scottish pub, especially when you have like some drunk Scottish guy trying to tell you jokes. All you have to do is laugh and drink, but they're sitting there ordering tea and then immediately in the middle of this guy's joke, interrupting him to ask him about a pentagram. It's like, dude, how about a little bit of fucking tact here? You know? Also, yeah. first rule about the pentagram on the wall. You don't ask about the pentagram on the wall. Exactly. You finish your drinks and then you move on. Right. Or or as Jack calls it, a pentangle. A yeah. pentangle. Yeah. So <laughs> did anyone look that up? I was too lazy to do that. He just um, pronounced it wrong. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? They just left it in. They're like, ah. He's like, yeah, it's a pentangle. I think that's part of the comedy. It's like, no, it's not. Okay. Okay. I thought it was like some kind of British thing or whatever, and they were trying to blend in with the population. But yes, they called a pentangle over here, just like aluminium. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually called a pentangle, gents. Yeah, so, you know, everyone's laughing their ass off at this shitty cockney joke when Jack asks about the pentangle, which silences the bar. And then the Americans are pretty much asked to leave, but they're told to stay on the road and clear the moors. So, of course, they immediately walk off the road and don't realize that they're lost until they look up and see that the moon is full and they hear a deep howl that seems to be getting closer. So real real quick, I got to talk about the pentangle one last time before we talk about also what the fuck a moor is and the actual definition. Um, did anyone notice that the candles were burning the wall that were on either side of the pentagram? <laughs> no. It was just the, 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 the wall was blackened. Like, guys, move the candles out a little bit. It's a fire hazard. It's clearly burning your walls. Um, okay, so what's a moor? I think it's just thick brush. I think Thick a moor is um, like essentially like a peat bog or adjacent to a peat bog. The fuck is that? A peat bog. A peat bog. Well, peat is this like, it's like a moss, like a cross between. It's like moss that grows in like mud. And it's basically just Sounds like this British. super dense, like decay, decaying vegetable matter. It's what gives scotch its smokiness. They it is. They, they smoke the peat. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, yes. Yes. I wonder why the British just invaded everything else around them because they had that shit in their backyard. Makes sense. By the okay, way, it's. Oops, go ahead. Yes, please tell us what it is, John. <laughs> An expansive, open, rolling, infertile land. So basically, yeah, boggy shithole. Ah, interesting. <laughs> hmm. It did look expansive and unfertile. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Dan's reaction at this point is, is like exactly how I would react when he just realizes that they did the exact opposite of what all these like British rednecks told him to do. Only thing he says is, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 80s. So simple. Uh, I could just sum up an entire situation in one word. Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. I vote we go back to the slaughtered lamb. Yes. Yeah, I mean. It's sign was so welcoming. Actually, if you believed in werewolves, it'd be a great place to go because it's the it's sign is a severed head of a very shittily drawn 
Where's the lamb? Here's well, what you do head. if you walk into a Scottish pub. <laughs> I don't care what you do. First of all, what you don't do is you don't order tea or, no. or hot cocoa. Ask for you coffee. Order a, you order a scotch mm-hmm. and a pint of beer. And you sit there and you get drunk and you listen to their stories. And I don't think you could have a better night than that. I mean, I, totally I don't understand agree. how I don't You're understand how they fucking like took probably like the best opportunity of their lives to just have a great experience and turned it into getting eaten by a werewolf. <laughs> fucking goddamn hate. Talk about a contrast in fun times. Seriously. Play darts, get shit faced, or get eaten by a werewolf. I do. I do want to take you into the Scottish countryside, drop you off, like you know, or so what's Eurozone, a kilometer outside of town, in the <laughs> rain, and have you walk in on a busy night and just see what happens. Me? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. Tim would blend in. If I you hold on, <laughs> hold on, boys. Okay, hold on. How do Holding. I get the the video Holding. going here? Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm wearing right now. Do you think I can't fit in Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I, I have an Irish sweater on and a scally cap. <laughs> For everyone uh, who can't see, obviously, all the listeners, he is wearing a scally cap. It looks like he's about to jump into his London cab and go swear <laughs> at tourists and vote pro Brexit. Oh, you bloody wanker, get out of the way. Uh, um, so going back to the movie here. So Dan trips and laughs it off, asking Jack to give him a hand when the werewolf beast lunges at Jack and he's mauled to death. This thing is like a giant pissed off rabid cat. I don't think it's actually a, a werewolf. I think it's a werecat. Oh, that's, a that's Michael Jackson. That's Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point. Michael Jackson was uh, a werecat. It was pretty brutal. Pretty good sound effects. I mean, it was definitely oh, yeah. very uh, uh, choking on blood, which is always super metal. Love that. Um, overall, pretty solid uh, horror kill. Yeah, pretty disturbing. And also just the fight or flight. And I mean, he just fucking sprints it away. For oh, yeah. Fucking Dan. <laughs> he didn't even he hesitate. He's like, I am out. Yeah. This guy, Done. every man for himself. <laughs> Fuck luck, him, he's gone. Leave him, man. I'm right behind you. I'm actually running. No, you're not. You're gone. You're never going to come back. Thanks for the head start, Jack. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty gory. The, like the, the, uh, you know, like the makeup in this, I, I what would you oh, call yeah. it? Prosthetic makeup. Yeah. In this is like super good. Rick Baker, man. You guys yeah. a, a legend. So this movie was, um, it was a, in 1981, uh, the, the first year they had best makeups of the Oscars, this movie won the I first mean, ever I, I, award. How could it not? Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a scene that there's a bunch of stuff they had to cut out just because it was too graphic to, just to make it an R rating. And one of them is just, you know, a little bit later on is uh, Jack is eating a um, like a cracker and it goes through his throat and just falls out. <laughs> and they had to cut that. <laughs> God, I wish they would have <laughs> fucking left that in. I have I a lot of questions about his role in this, but. That was by far a great way to just keep putting gore in front of the uh, the audience's face the entire time. In a comical way, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the beast then attacks Dan. He's about to finish him off when the whole pub shows up and shoots the wolf. And right before Dan passes out, he looks to his right and sees an old dead man naked with a bullet wound. Mm. Oh, so it was an old dead man. I kept missing most of the frame, and I just thought it was like a 
a hairless young little boy for yeah, some reason. Dude. Like an old bald Ugh. guy. Yeah. Ugh. Paco Paco probably would have said that same thing, but like, hey, you think they're going to fuck that little kid? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, Derek, I don't think they're going to do that. Oh, okay. What if they did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what if they did? You know, right? Like Wait a second. No, we got to go... We got to go all the way back to the opening credits because there's this note that I had on that that we didn't fucking cover. Hold on, let's not jump ahead before you go before you get too far. We're Thirty seconds into the movie, we're not jumping ahead. <laughs> That's sheep in the first scene. Let me talk about that for about five minutes. You ever felt the warm embrace of a sheep before? They say it's the closest to a human woman. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Just they say it, not me. Yeah, I don't know who they are, but it's okay. <laughs> so now you're at the hospital and find out that Dan's been unconscious for three weeks as you meet the rest of, pretty much the rest of the cast. Uh, you got the hot British nurse, Alex. You got the Sherlock doctor. And then you get the two bumbling London cops who tell Dan that he's attacked by an escaped lunatic. The cops are very funny. <laughs> like the, the sort of inept dumb cop who just oh, yeah. knocks everything over and is constantly <laughs> pissing off his boss is like very... Very comedic. I like it a lot. Doesn't know how to open a I door. Right. I, I I felt like he almost made it into the movie through like a family connection. They were like, oh, fuck, we got to go. We got to throw Steve into the picture. All right. Just make him the bumbling <laughs> idiot cop. It'll be fine. He'll do it. And he'll be a natural. Well, I think it's actually like those two guys are actually like a, a big time homage to Laurel and Hardy, which is kind of hmm. peppered throughout the movie. Like they're constantly showing comic like Laurel and Hardy comics and stuff like that. Ooh. Hmm. Call Tim. Mm. And I'd used homage in the right context. Yeah, and he said homage, oh. not homage. Yeah, like I would have. I've been doing <laughs> readings. Yeah, we've got some good homage here. <laughs> <laughs> those two, you know, those two guys. Um, yeah, you got some fun. You know, you got some funny stuff in here. You got like a circumcision joke. You know, the Jewish dick mm-hmm. joke. Um, got the guy just talking about how he's, you know, the doctor. He's like, I survived. I survived Rommel. I can, su- you know, survive an hour with this guy. Oh I love God. the doctor. That I was love good, the doctor. Right? Immediately walks in, chastises the one of the woman nurses for not wor- doing her job, which is totally acceptable. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing in there? I love that. Oh, I do suppose there is an actual job for you to do here. Right. Ah, squeak, squeak. <laughs> Pitter-patter, like the wonderful British sass. Uh, I was in World War II, didn't you know? Uh. <laughs> well, like the cops are calling, you know, the secretary calls him while the cops are in there. Never have him call me again. Tell him I've passed on. Yeah. You tell him I'm dead. Dude, <laughs> wouldn't you love that? Wouldn't you love to just have someone to tell someone that, or have someone else tell them that you're dead and they never call you again? Oh my God. That's like, that'd be like a Curb Your Enthusiasm skit. That's literally something that Larry David would do in Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Dr. Hirsch said that he was dead and to never call him ever again. Thank you. Yeah. Just hang up. Bye. <laughs> All right, so why is our boy Dave down for three weeks and all he has is four four cuts on his chest and, like, you know, a little pinprick on his cheek? Three weeks? Like, what does socialized medicine give you when you check in with, <laughs> with lacerations? Like, all right, knock him out for three weeks. Uh, yeah, just throw him in the broom closet. No, yeah. That's exactly what they did, John. They were just like, well, we can't get to him for another three weeks, so just put him in a coma. <laughs> so that we don't have to deal with him. Date him. Uh, this is yeah. what we call a controlled coma. It just, this yeah, is a children's hospital. Out. You know that, right? 
<laughs> we don't know what we're doing over here. We don't have the wonderful American capitalist system. So we just put people out until we can get to them. <laughs> Been working for 700 years. We're not going to stop now. <laughs> we wake you up every day. We give you a pint and then knock you back out again. <laughs> just to keep uh, you alive. Just to make sure all your dings and berries are working. Uh, um, by the way, that weird American embassy guy was uh, played by Frank Oz. Frank Oz. So sure Frank Oz is. is Yoda, Mrs. Piggy, or Miss Piggy, who's also in this movie. Um, what else was he? He was uh, the Cookie Monster, Bert from Sesame Street, like huge puppeteer and voice actor and director. Huh. Yeah. So that explains why he looks so creepy. He has to work with puppets. He looks like an undertaker. Yeah, I thought, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So I had to look it up. I'm like, oh, that's Frank Oz. Okay, that's why he's being all weird. It's like people people back then actually knew who he was. So not us. Also, this, Frank, this, this character, you know, Frank Oz's character can have a little bit of patience with the guy. He just woke up out of a three-week <laughs> coma, and he's like, geez, you're going to be that ungrateful. I guess I'm just going to leave. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, no, it's not like your friend just died and I told the cops that they could talk to you um, and right. you're upset. Sorry. Fuck you, dude. It's like, what did you actually do? You called his parents? It's like, big fucking deal, dude. Um, so also, while Dan's in the hospital, he has four separate nightmares that just get crazier and crazier. So, I mean, you know, it starts with him just running naked and then him running and eating a deer. And then at one point, he's in the hospital bed of like glowing yellow eyes and sharp teeth. <laughs> then... <laughs> I love him with the deer and him just like, <laughs> uh, and it looks like he just kind of like, like he's curling up next to the deer when he was supposed to be going in for the attack. <laughs> it's so slow-mo. It's like, Oh, and then pulls it over. Uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Also, he's not a very good forest runner. He kind of like prances. He looked very like elfish. Yeah, he does. Like, I wonder if that was oh, intentional. Oh. He looks slightly less masculine than Legolas from Lord of the Rings, which is saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't even have the long, flowing blonde hair that you want to stroke reassuringly when you're sleeping on top of a giant right. leaf. Because that's <laughs> what they do in those movies. <laughs> but then, you know, these dreams get even crazier. So then you got the stormtrooper squad of wolf men just killing Dan's entire family, followed by a dream within a dream with Nurse Alex just getting stabbed to death by a wolf Nazi. With a... Was that therapy for the director or something like that needed to get off their chest? Or <laughs> Where did the wolf Nazis come from? I don't know. <laughs> like, why did they have to be Nazis? And why couldn't they have made the, the masks a little bit better, too? Because they were all clearly just free. It's just masks. Yeah. Like, I thought the they were pretty mask. creepy, though. They were. Look, don't get me wrong. If you look at stills, they look pretty creepy. That whole thing is very creepy, and I can tell you those dreams are very creepy because I have those dreams frequently. I don't, are you guys telling me you don't have wolf dotsy dreams frequently? Yeah, we're going to use all of these recordings to eventually check you into a facility. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I cannot wait. We free, all have that power. Free psychiatric medications and I don't have to go to work? This sounds awesome. <laughs> free food and drugs? Sign me up. Get me in there now. The jacket just uh, doesn't let me move. I think that's kind of comforting. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I was meant to be here. Yeah, it's like a weighed blanket, except it's permanent. <laughs> it's a weighed blanket snuggie. <laughs> yeah, but then you get another apparition as a mangled up Jack explains to David that he's in limbo and will remain 
as a cursed ghost until the werewolf bloodline dies, which means David needs to kill himself before he kills others. Okay, so I found this to be bullshit, the fact that you can't just be a super hardcore metal like wolf killing machine. Like all of your <laughs> all of the people that you kill follow you around until the day you die and then get to show up like once a week to tell you how much you suck. Like no. <laughs> like vampires don't have to deal with that shit. Why do werewolves have to deal with that? They only get to do this like what, once a year or whatever. How once often every is month? This? Once a month. Is it one, once a month is yeah. the yes. uh, full the, moon? The moon, okay. the moon is full once a month. Okay, so once a year, a year, they get to they get to turn into, they get to turn into, <laughs> into a werewolf. Your, your, your knowledge of uh, solar lunal, uh, uh, lunar effects is astonishing, John. Uh, yeah, my uh, my hippinomics uh, one-on-one course, I slept through that all, all college. Funny <laughs> enough, it didn't actually count for any credit. I don't know why. Granted, all the fire in Northern California right now is kind of blocking out the sun and the moon, so John doesn't really yeah, know. Yeah, there, there is that. I don't know what time of the year it is. Uh, I can only tell that the sun is out when I feel it's warmth. I can't actually see it. But that could um, also just be a fire, so... It, it could knows? just be a fire. Um, I can't wait for the smoke to actually come again. It's real great. The first day you feel like you're at a campfire, you know, it's kind of fun. And then all the burnt rubber and plastic blows in, and that's always just sexy. That's not fun. That's uh, the mood. California sounds fantastic. Sunshine State. Uh, the Sunshine State. Oh, my God. All right, anyways, what were we talking Anywho. about? Yeah, so David then kisses Alex and tells her that he's a werewolf, and she lets him stay at his place, or at her place. This is a very this is a very strange scene, because David yes. wakes up after his, like, dream within a dream inception moment and starts clawing at a wall and crying, and Alex, Alex runs in to check on him. He just immediately turns around from this, like, manic this manic crying episode and starts making out with her kind of a, a tell on the whole part of Alex that she's not like immediately kind of turned off by this and a little weirded out. She's into it. So yeah. she's a crazy bird. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I thought there was <laughs> exactly something going on with Alex, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. She, she gave me a little tingle downstairs. This whole like sexy British nurse thing. It's like, Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize it's I had like, a thing, oh. but I think I have a thing. <laughs> I learned something new about me today. Yeah. We need to get you over to the UK fucking stat. Yeah. I, I'm just going to start walking around the moors. <laughs> and a full movie, like, why won't this happen to me? Just, just like rubbing butter on you. Yeah. Get on! I need Eat to up. get a werewolf so I can fucking go get, so I can go get my hot British nurse. <laughs> God damn it. This is how these things work, kid. <laughs> this is well, a group of Asian tourists like taking pictures of me <laughs> running around naked in a field. <laughs> oh, Scotland is a very weird. Because <laughs> I'm wearing a mouth. <laughs> At least I will be soon. I'm doing it to meet a me girl. A scotch. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit later, let's see. Hold on. I just read that. Scotch is what really turns <laughs> me into a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. It's not the full moon. It's a couple of scotches, and all of a sudden my eyes get yellow, and I have to, I start trying to bite crawling people. all fours. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tim passes out and wakes up somewhere that he has absolutely no idea where how he got there. Yep. Very oh no, not again. Yeah. I, I think I have woken up in a zoo before. So <laughs> that, that whole scene was pretty accurate. Ugh, tastes like I ate people last night. Mm, tastes like apples. Oh god, but. no, not again. <laughs> Um, yeah, so also, you know, they're, they're just, they're banging away here in the shower and uh, very appropriate Van Morrison moon dance song, by the way. Um, 
I was like kind of expecting Alex to be in some kind of like werewolf cult. I've never seen this movie before since she's like, you know, just gnawing at his neck in the shower. Yeah, I, I, the whole time I was thinking that the movie went a little bit deeper. Maybe that's the one in Paris. Maybe. I don't know, but. Yeah, where there's like a whole like welcome party and like an orientation and like, yeah, hi, my name's Bill. I'm a day three werewolf. Hi, Bill. You know, like more of that, like welcome into the werewolf community. No, she just, this nurse doesn't know how to kiss and she just rubs her lips on you. That's what kissing is in this movie, which is very strange. There's a few things about this that really, so, so like first, uh, when they're kind of like walking from the hospital to the tube and like, she's like, you know, I am a working girl, so don't expect too much. And then they walk into her apartment, and she's a fucking, like, a, objectively a nice apartment. Especially, like, apartment in London. Yeah. I mean, she has a nice living room. She has a big bathroom, a big kitchen, a bedroom. It's like... No roommate. Any, like, yeah, no roommate. I mean, you're doing pretty good. Mm. Anyways, that that's coming from someone who lives in Boston. Like, you can't afford a shoebox if you're a fucking millionaire. <laughs> so, anyways. That's very true. Um, and then they walk into the bedroom, and he's like, uh, only one bed, huh? And I'm just like, all right, how fucking subtle is that, you moron? <laughs> and then she, like, immediately takes the bait. Well, you know, uh, and maybe you can sit out on the couch and watch the telly while I'm in the shower. Next thing you know, she's fucking, like, gnawing on his shoulder in the shower. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing in the shower, either. They're just kind of, like, fucking rubbing up against each other while she eats yeah. the hairs off his back. They're dry humping. It, they, they, they're having sex like middle schoolers. They haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. That is an impossible they, position that they're in. They're basically dancing. They're going from left to right. They're not... None of the motions are right. It's all wrong. That is a porn position. That is a position that only succeeds when you have a 10-inch dick. <laughs> that bends. Yeah, exactly. That literally... That Loops. Has a mind of its own that is articulating. I never thought about that. What kind of a superpower that is where you can like go around the corner to fuck somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and she's like, I've only slept with seven guys and they've all been one night stands. Like, I don't know about that. She seems pretty experienced. <laughs> yep. You're fucking in a shower right now. That's very hard to do. And right. it's, it's not, it's not all it's cracked up to be kids. Anyone not. who's listening out there today, it's not worth it. Pools, oceans, showers, bathtubs, especially hot tubs, it's not worth the trouble. You yeah, should a we UTI? stop here and maybe do a, uh, should we stop here and maybe do like a uh, a little, you know, a little sex education class for our younger audience? I think audience? we should. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Um, All right. So, well, um, it little hold on, John. Back. I got to introduce, John, I got to introduce it first. Hold on. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Welcome into a very special hold my dicks in the back row. <laughs> So, little known fact: the uh, the male testicles are actually impervious to static shocks. Um, I found I found this out using the scientific method yesterday evening. No matter how dry my balls were, my pubes wouldn't shock me. <laughs> okay, that so was the episode. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would like to dispel a couple misnomers um, out there for our, our younger audience. You can't get AIDS. AIDS is a myth. Mm-hmm. So never use protection, and men's jizz tastes like cotton candy. So that those are all important lessons. Girls, make your men uh, drink pineapple juice, mm-hmm. or Starburst, or Starburst. Okay, and that concludes our first ever "Hold My Dicks in the Back Put Row" it this episode. Way. You, you, 
you've married a good Southerner if he can make a thing of sweet tea with just his dick. <laughs> okay. Um, well, speaking of sex stuff, the next note I had here was this is a very long sex scene. Good to know Dan goes down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Really, yeah. you know, head, head of the curve there. Good progressive. I thought it was a very progressive sex scene, John. I agree with you. I thought right. it was very, like, you know, they're both, they're turn taken. Woman, you know, she's getting some, he's getting some. It's great. Oh, every like once it. in a while, you got to play the violin, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotta, what do you, you think, get Max? Into, I mean, one in London, you got to get into that thick more brush. <laughs> <laughs> 1981, uh, you know what it looks like down there. What do no, you think? Dear, may I invade your peat bogs? Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, the German coming again? No, just me, honey. Just <laughs> the Germans. Yeah, well, after they bone, Dan sees a zombie Jack in the mirror who looks exactly like a thriller extra. And uh, he pretty much just tells Dan to kill himself again. And Dan thinks that he's <laughs> losing his mind. Uh, yeah, so... What what was the point of making the idea of being a werewolf so weak? I would I touched on it earlier. Like every day, all of your victims get to come and call you an asshole. I think it's just like, the whole werewolf thing is like it's it's a curse. Like nobody wants to be a werewolf. It looks cool. You think it'd be cool to t- transform into a wolf, but it's a huge burden. I mean, it even comes in like the next scene where like Dan just turns into like a little like fucking jumping bean. He's like, I feel wonderful. It's so great. I can run everywhere. I'm smelling the flowers. Oh, my God. Let's you want to go back to the apartment and fuck or no. What is it? Can we have a quickie? Yeah, he actually calls it a quickie. Quickie. I didn't know that was even in the vocabulary in the 80s. A quickie. (laughs) I think the the 80s invented anything that's just going to be raunchy. Mm, Cocaine. Uh, And and drinking, driving, and not getting a DUI. Ah, right. The good old. They days. ruined all of this, all the fun times for us. Um, so I, I do I, like. I kind of disagree. Uh, just one. Sorry. Yeah. To, go. To, uh, I think you you really got to be a pussy to not like being a werewolf. I mean, yeah, you see all the the people you killed, but that's just that's those are just trophies. Yeah, people die every day. Yeah, you know that's just like those are just like confirmations of your badassness. That's like a soldier, like, you know, putting a, like a, a tick mark on his, a tattooing a tick mark on his arm after he killed an enemy, you know? I'm all for it. In fact, I'd become a werewolf right now. Well, Tim, did you read, um, did, you didn't read any of the Harry Potter books, did you? I didn't read them, but I watched the, the movies. Okay. Bill's missing out here. But there was, um, one of the bad guys in it is a werewolf, and he would, like, intentionally, like, find a very, po- like, very, uh, highly dense populated area on a full moon just so he could attack as many people as possible. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd be, I'd Metal. totally be that guy. Yeah. Oh, don't mind me guys. It's about the full moon. <laughs> 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 uh, it would the turn best into that. Fucking... This is that you all have to follow me around now. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be popular. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do though like that uh, zombie Jack he, when he picks up the Minnie Mouse it just goes hi Dan ho, ho. starts talking <laughs> God, <laughs> just started laughing my ass off Ugh, some of the subtle funny silly shit in this movie is great um, but meanwhile all during all this uh, Dr. Sherlock Holmes MD goes to the slaughtered lamb to do some investigating and he's initially stonewalled but eventually finds out that Dan is cursed so 
what's the deal with what's the deal with the town folk that are just trying to cover up this whole werewolf thing? Like I never figured they- it out. At first, I thought it was like, oh, maybe they're all werewolves or something. Or I, who the fuck yeah. knows? I think it's they know who the werewolf is, and it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Dave is part of the town, but he's part of the town, and we can't give him up. But it's I have no fucking idea. It seems like, more that they don't want to be uh, thought of, thought poorly of. Like it seems like they they would be embarrassed, or they think that if they say it, people are going to think they're crazy, and they don't want to be labeled as crazy. So they're like trying yeah. to cover it all up. It's more. It seems far more related to like vanity and not wanting to be perceived or to say something that might be perceived as stupid than like genuine. Than anything like a gen, any genuine concern. Yeah. Okay. I think it's like they that. Just, in like a combination of like they just don't want to have tourists come through their town. It's clearly they don't like outsiders. Yeah, it seems like there's five people in this town, and by yeah. the looks of them, they all fuck each other. So. <laughs> Mary, just because you're my sister and my wife doesn't mean that you can tell me what to do. Yeah. He'll find his way home. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, I'm also your cousin. I've had it up to my third eye, Mary. <laughs> also, these people clearly don't care too much because it's they they still believe in the whole the age old. If you stay to the to the roads, you'll be safe because roads are magic somehow. Why yeah, is right? that always the case? If you stay on the road, don't worry, all the mutant demonic monsters aren't going to come out of the woods and get you. But if you step on the lawn, you're fucked. Yeah, have you ever seen a dog in a neighborhood? They just walk on the fucking road. That's what they do. Yeah, I I don't understand that. Let's go. Just we told him to stay on the road. It's in God's hands now. Yeah, because the road's not (laughs) magical. I mean, you know, later in the movie, not to give it away, but later in the movie, like the wolf's running around the road pretty well. Yes, I don't think he's averse to roads. So (laughs) no, myth busted. Yeah, well, after this, a dog and a cat freak out of Dan. And then you get one of the most iconic movie transformations in history. So Dan's sitting around the apartment, not hungry, and just reading a book when he just starts to spaz the fuck out and painfully transforms into a werewolf. I don't know how they could have done it, but I feel like it could have been set up a little bit better as opposed to him just like, yeah, reading like <laughs> a magazine. A <laughs> like all of a sudden just like standing up and just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he jumped up like he had to take a shit. Yeah. That's my first thought. Of yeah. Oh, Dan. Dan's going to take a dump. I acted out a good chunk of that scene earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> Including the screaming. Uh, <laughs> the walls are covered in blood. And it killed several people. But God, it was a 15 minute transformation. It's brutal. It's, it's fucking amazing, though. It is such a cool... Such a cool scene to watch. Like, that's the only scene I've ever seen in this movie. So I was kind of getting excited. I'm like, oh, wait, he's actually going to... Now he's the werewolf. He's going to do stuff. Only thing I've ever seen in this movie is him just, like, his head turning into the werewolf. Right. Oh, and that last, like, five seconds waiting for his nose to pop out was like <laughs> trying to pass a grapefruit. Like, <laughs> like, I could feel the pressure release, like, in my asshole once, like, the nose popped out and he finished his transformation. I was like, oh, thank God. Oh. So I was um, I listened to a, a podcast, the Mark Maron podcast this week with uh, Rick Baker, the makeup guy who was on. And um, he kind of went into a couple of details about all this stuff. And one of the things that's funny is that the first like the first time they had this scene, um, they, that guy, Dan, like went to grab his head and he like ripped off all of like the like the silicone molding from the from the mask. 
and like it's it just like, it, like you know he ruined was ruined his work yeah just ruined it he was furious so then he made a new one and he made all the teeth like extra sharp so you couldn't touch it that's hilarious <laughs> but um but baker and landis they met when they were 20 and 21 years old and uh landis told baker that he wanted to like the next movie he was going to do was going to be a werewolf movie and he wanted to make the actual transformation be like super excruciating and super painful because you've never seen anything like that before. Um, and then it took him 10 years to actually get the movie done because nobody wanted to do a werewolf movie. So he made uh, animal house and blues brothers. And then he was able to get the credit to actually go on and make the movie. Uh, <laughs> he got his fuck you money. That's good. He yeah. did. Yep. It's like two for you, one for me. And then also it took six, 10 hour days with full prosthetics to get that scene completed. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it's a rough one. Oh my God. And they had to be in London the entire time too. Yeah. And Landis intentionally um, picked really like a really uh, shitty time of year, like weather wise, like he filmed it all in February because he wanted the weather to just look really gray and gloomy, like intentionally. Like, I don't think that English cuisine actually started developing until like the nineties. So what did they eat there? It was the same thing that fucking like Christopher Columbus probably ate for fuck's sake. Like that's how Would much. Would you like some eating. porridge and mash? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's Would you like some rock mash? soup? It's porridge with mashed potatoes on it. We boil it's it in boy. stout. What? Yeah. Like what the? F- Everything's boiled in stout. Is there anything in it? There's nothing in it. It's <laughs> porridge and mashed potatoes. Do you want it with spit in it or without spit? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, not spit. Oh, okay. You want it bland then? <laughs> Seriously, that—that's what they ate until like the nineties. <laughs> I think they're still just eating World War II rations up until the nineties. I know, yeah. Jesus. They still had to like crack their crackers with a fucking nail and hammer. They were. <laughs> I, don't know, I was over there last year. The food hasn't gotten that much better. Oh, anyway. That's a shame. Back to the movie. These two wealthy tricksters who plan on surprising their friend, but instead they're ripped apart by a werewolf. I love these upper crush bl- drunk British people getting fucking murked. Made me very I do. I love the friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like looking out the window at it like, oh, something, the kids are back. There's kids playing. They're roughhousing. Yeah. Meh. No, Her someone's getting... husband's like, are you ready yet? <laughs> We're still waiting for, the, for your friends. Yeah. These people are getting torn apart and she's watching and it's too dense to figure out what's happening in well, the field in front of her house. That's the thing that makes me laugh even harder, though, is because he goes outside. First, he takes like a very hefty swig of his booze and then he like ventures <laughs> into the backyard. He stands on one of his friend's arm that's just like detached and he just like does nothing. He just like he's just too drunk to process what he's looking at. <laughs> he's got this like stink eye look on his face and then they just cut. Like a true British person. <laughs> Oh boy. All right. Then Dan tacks a bunch of hobos and then you get that very tense London underground chase, yeah. which was fantastic. Leave it, leave it to a guy like that to fall down an escalator. Like, come on. <laughs> it's already going up. Come on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I was like, I was kind of partially the first escalator or escalator. He was going up when he was like crouched over. I was kind of expecting him to like turn around and then just get mauled. <laughs> but it's even creepier the way it works. I mean, that's very much, John. I like John. how you never see it. 
You know what I mean? He's just running through this like labyrinth of tunnels yeah. and tubes, and then all of a sudden he just gets murked on that escalator. They do a good job that earlier in the movie too, when like you know they're in the the moors and they're like, "What the hell is that?" And they're both just like you only see them looking at the wolf, which is really I thought right. that was very effective. But um, they do eventually show that wolf in that scene though, when he's just kind of leaned, you know, when he's actually you know he's stuck on the escalator and the wolf just like right. creepily crawls in, right? Chilling. I mean, John, that's very much like the VHS witch, like just that slow, subtle. It's like you're going to die and it's not going to be immediate. Nope. It's going to be as painful as possible. Why? Because fuck you. Mm -hmm. I still think it looks like a big ass angry cat. It looks like a Persian. The flat face. (laughs) He based it off of his dog. Apparently he said it was just he just modeled it off of one of his dogs. He is an ugly dog. Fucked up looking dog. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Ugh, with like breathing problems. Like, what did that thing sound like when it yelled? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think you need to get the pug checked out. Like, fuck. (laughs) Oh, what kind of dog was it? Oh, it was a chihuahua. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) It actually kind of does look like a chihuahua. Yeah. Not the coloring, but like the face of it. Yeah. Like, kind of a weird fucking nose, you know? You know, I've been inbred for about 800 years. Yeah, that's that's what you get. That's blind. It doesn't blink whatsoever. <laughs> just stares blankly in the other direction. Fish eyed. Um, so yeah, then you get a great cutscene from the werewolf about to eat this guy. And then you see that lion and then a naked Dan waking up in a wolf den at the zoo. Oh no, not again. <laughs> Tim warned me about this. Oh, God damn it. And with the wolves. Oh, those are very nice wolves, by the way. Does Pretty he wolves. like blow feathers out of his mouth, or is that just me? I think that was just you. Oh, really? I thought he like pulled feathers out of his mouth. Is that part of your fantasy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, so, yep. where do the feathers come from, Tim? The feathers come from the boa of the elderly woman that I was having carnal relations with. Oh. Hmm. Her huh. name is Gladys. <laughs> is there uh, Gladys still night? Is there still Pete in her bog, if you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's plenty of Pete in her bog. <laughs> I hear it gets better with age. Yeah. Uh, it's it, The bog is drowning right now. It's overflowing. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here comes all the cranberries. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Gladys. <laughs> Gladys. Give, give me to the wolves. <laughs> Again, though, another reaction that we would make. He wakes up. He just goes, oh, boy. <laughs> there we go. A reaction that we've all we've all had once or twice in our lives, I'm sure. Yep. Oh boy. Oh what, boy. What just, happened here? Just okay. slowly, nakedly gets up and crawls out. And he goes, "See you guys later." Just leaves. <laughs> Jumps over the fence. Wolves are the wolves are like, "Yeah, it was a good night, buddy." They're like, they're like your friends, and like the morning after, they're like, "Whoa, for real though." That was a good night. Guys, a fucking animal. Literally. Yeah, they were like, this guy is cool. Look at this guy. He came in, scared us, and then he just turned into a completely different animal. Um, those are that that was one shot too. So like he actually they actually threw him into like a den with wolves. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um and then you get a great back and forth just with the comedy and the horror, because then you have the reverse pennywise ginger, no offense to him, who's uh, holding these balloons. <laughs> I'm the great balloon thief. I was so confused <laughs> about that whole scene. It was like, uh, and hey, the Kim, kids the so over here. about it. <laughs> like, I were know. we not teaching children about like, uh, 
like sexual predator adults back then yet? Nope. Not in the eighties. No, you were not. Because you only had three channels, and they didn't want to talk about that. Right. Because they were but also Jerry doing Sandusky it. Jerry had such a good uh, good go of it, you know. Great career. <laughs> great great pedophile career. What does the kid say to him though? He's like, "I'm the balloon thief," and he's like, I forgot, "Fuck, I forgot what the kid said." I don't remember. Yeah, it's just the kid was just very blasé, and then and then when the guy does come back around from the bushes naked, the kid still doesn't even bat an eyelid at him. No. And the guy just takes his fucking balloons from no. him. But that, that's what makes me parents. laugh too, though, John. It's because he goes like, "Here, let me show you." Zoik, and he just runs away. Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> Mommy, a, a naked American man just stole my my balloons. Stole my balloons. It's like, <laughs> what, what the fuck? An American? They're still here. <laughs> Hush now, Jeffrey. Bury your problems deep inside, and then drink, and then drink them down, and then go home and beat your wife. That's how good British people do it. That's how your daddy does it. And look at you. <laughs> you're, you're perfect. It's a you're school a day, and you're at the zoo. <laughs> um, then I, I also just laughed out loud of just Dan's like just full speed sprinting when he steals that old lady's jacket. Like he's running like twenty <laughs> miles an good. hour. He was flying. <laughs> That was like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off scene right there. That was except that his dick is flapping up and down. He's running. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was the sound effect? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh god! Like a close up on his dick, and it was just bow, bow, bow. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so then you have this wild-eyed Dan, naked, and only wearing this old woman's coat. And, of course, only the fucking Brits could make it more awkward than the naked guy in the red. Because you have this weird, stank-eyed, resting bitch-faced dude just staring at Dan. <laughs> he had been through the Blitz, Max. He wasn't all there anymore. Probably been gassed in World War One. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I had my other eye gouged out by an Italian. It was horrible. And my third eye, I was gouged up by my wife when I was beating her. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Uh, it's like hearkening back to like the 60s in like London, you know, where like free love and everything. And he's like, I thought we got rid of all you. <laughs> Pansies. Cross-dressing. Puffs. 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 All right. Um, yeah, also, like the, I had a note here, too, because, you know, Dan's saying that he feels physically amazing. It's probably because you just ate six people, and now you just own their souls. Yep, yeah, anyway. and they're going to come back about. every day and tell you why you are the asshole. You suck. So a little bit later, Alex and Dan are on their way to meet Dr. Holmes, who says he wants to keep him under supervision just in case. But Dan then freaks out at this cab driver after he tries to have some small talk about the murders. So then Dan tries to get arrested, but fails. Well, before before that, he's like literally trying to fuck Alex in the cab. That is true. Let's have a quickie. Yeah. <laughs> ah, quickie, come on! It's a game called Just the Tip. <laughs> also, so the cop, the cop that he's trying to get arrested by, it's like, dude, just arrest him. I know. Man, how how much cause does he have to give you? Well, also, just just lightly smack the cop in the face. You're good to go. Exactly. No, fuck that! Blast him in the face. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Crowhawk punch him in the face. Arrested, fucking beat the shit out of this cop. Yeah, protect and serve. You're not protecting anybody. You've got a madman screaming at a bunch of crazy shit in public. Right. He wasn't committed. He he wanted to be a werewolf. 
He had this little like <laughs> devil on his shoulder. He's like, yeah, being a werewolf is sick. <laughs> I get to taunt them for the rest of their dumb ghost lives. He did, he wasn't committed. He wanted to be a werewolf. <laughs> I do have to say, look how different the whole conversation is with this cop trying to get him to arrest him, and he isn't even carrying a gun. <laughs> I know, right? Like the whole, it's like, huh? It's like dude, he's not carrying a gun. Like just smack him. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, take his hat and run away. These <laughs> Americans are just like afraid of shit. Yeah, because the our British cops will just still... shoot you. Well, it's also because in America, cops kill people, Tim. No, no, no. But what I'm, my point is that, like, British people are far more comfortable with, like, physical violence. Like, not like, uh, like guns and shit, but, like, pu- like they get, yeah, still get in fights on the street. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, oh, all right, yeah, you, you could punch each other in the face. Well, all right, good, good go of it. All right. Talk, <laughs> say hi to your mom, and they all go home. You know what I mean? It's like Americans are so fucking, like... Yeah. Like pansy ass and litigious that and like the old so we're so afraid of getting like shot or or not or, or beaten up that we're either gonna shoot you or sue you. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. it's a lose lose. Cops yeah, and cops are exactly like that. They're like, Oh my god, this guy like is waving at me. I gotta shoot him. I thought he was gonna hit me. <laughs> he was coming right for me. Yeah. He was coming at for me going, Help, help, I need a policeman. I shot him. <laughs> shoot first, ask questions later. So was this the price that we paid for good food? Is that the trade-off? Yeah. And dental so. care, yeah. dental coverage? Yeah, we have like little scaredy pee pants cops. That's that's the price. Yeah. I have to say, all the teeth in this movie, great. Great teeth. <laughs> I don't think I saw a bad set of teeth in this, which was pretty good. And probably on purpose. Including the wolf. Including the wolf, yes. No, he definitely is mm-hmm. part of a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he flosses. I who he's seeing. Mm-hmm. I started frost flossing recently. I like to see how much blood I can get to pull in my fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, is the faucet red? No, that's just my mouth just dripping blood. Okay. Yeah, they tell me it's a good thing. I feel like I'm being bled, bled out by leeches. Uh-huh. The cutting edge John, of dental technology. We still take John a- just walks in for his cleaning. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just dripping Would you eat a deer beard? in the woods? <laughs> you lost two thirds of your blood. Your gums Can are I gone, do a good sir. job, Flossick. <laughs> but how do my teeth look? <laughs> They're covered in blood. They look terrible. They're stained. <sighs> yeah, but I don't need any fillings, right? <laughs> I'm the wrong kind of doctor. You need to go to a hospital. <laughs> go, go to Britain. They'll knock you out for three weeks, and you, when you wake up, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, just, just knock him out, and the blood will stop. It'll, he'll stop bleeding ev- eventually. <laughs> He'll wake up. It'll be like it never happened. So later on, Alex and the doctor tell the cops the whole story, and they're just kind of like, eh, we'll get around to it. But six people were mutilated last night, and Dan has the symptoms of a where I told you we'll get around to it! Get off my back! Jesus. Listen, mate, I got 50 pounds of man you tonight. I'm not going to go out there looking for this fucking werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck you expect me to do? Investigate all leads? Yeah. My wife's making porridge and pudding. <laughs> Tonight. I can't think like an Englishman. I can't either. I'm trying to think of some weird stupid shit, but I can't. It makes Ugh. me feel like a traitor. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is cricket, and that's not really their sport. All right. Well, after all of this, is um, Dan considers committing suicide via butter knife, but can't do it. So instead, he meets Zombie Jack at a porn theater. Yeah, was that necessary? 
Yes, it was. Great tits. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. <laughs> Two right. thumbs up. Those were pretty amazing. Gazungas. I have yeah. never. I have not seen a body like that from 1981 ever. I had to right. had to do some some investigating research after that. <laughs> Max just like eighties <laughs> British porn, uh, titties, free streaming documentaries. Come <laughs> mm, over here, you wanker, and fuck my boy ho. <laughs> Dude, she would leave you just bruised and abused on the side of the street. I feel like she oh. would hurt you. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it would be. <laughs> Calm down. I'd have a bink. I would. I would have a binky in my butt, and I'd be sucking my thumb. Oh, dude, <laughs> she got done with me. Seriously, you put on a German army helmet, a sparkler in your ass, and you're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth of July. Uh, so yeah, fuck this scene. Let's just talk about her. She's wait. Great. Hold on. No. Not fuck this scene. The 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 porn movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Were you actually? <laughs> You really were researching this. The guy walks in. I thought I told you to never come here again. (laughs) Who are you? Sorry, sir. I don't know you. Oh. Okay. Bye. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, God. I was laughing my ass off. It happens like later on too. After the werewolf, werewolf like devours everybody. She just like picks up the phone. She's like, nope, wrong number. What the fuck? Oh, all right, well, yeah, this is when uh, Jack introduces Dan to all of his victims who are not happy to be ghosts. Also, Jack's a skeleton now. Jack's skeleton. I, that's one of the best, like, the best things about this movie is how he just, like, decays over time. It's literally been a day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and Dan, he's still in the porn theater, and then he begins to transform into the werewolf as yet another weirdo Brit person just stands over him watching. Well, he thought it was part of the show. <laughs> he was, no, he he was moving like, uh, towards his uh, towards his pants. I mean, I'm just saying. Was. His, the hands mm-hmm. were going down. He was either getting ready to draw a gun or draw something else. But yeah. Yeah. that was really weird. I was still waiting for this to be like, oh, it's the werewolf community coming to welcome him in. Because there's somebody <laughs> like because I like standing okay. over people in theaters that are clearly in physical distress and just staring at them from the shadows. That's what yeah. I like to do, especially in a porn theater. Because that's normal. God. Yeah, it was all very weird. Because, I mean, you could say, like, maybe he was going up to him to be, like, to say, hey, don't jerk off in here. But then it's like, <laughs> you're in a porn theater, dude. That's just part of the that's part of the deal. There's going to be dudes jerking off in there. And then I thought, yes. maybe he's going over to, like, you know, he's like, oh, this guy's got the right idea. He's jerking off in here. But then I'm like, why would he go over there to witness that? <laughs> doesn't seem to make sense. Nope. There's really no good reason for this guy to be over standing on top of this man in the porn theater. No. If anybody deserved to die, it's this guy. Do he had porn theaters still exist? Oof. I'm sure in, like, Kansas they do. <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't have internet and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta watch it through fire with with shadows, shadow puppets. I wonder if you get matinee, <laughs> matinee pricing at a porn theater. Yeah, how much money would that cost now? $25? It probably would be expensive. I, right? I, I bet they have, you know, Cleaning fees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to use a lot of Clorox. <laughs> I have to say the facilities were absolutely immaculate. It was wonderful. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a porn theater with upholstered seats? Oh. God. Or, or just a Yelp review of a porn theater. <laughs> <laughs> the, the coke was flat. The coke was the coke was flat. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't enough butter in my popcorn when I was watching yeah. this lady get plowed by six dudes. 
Someone spilled, spilled soda all over the floor. The floor was very sticky. <laughs> <laughs> My chair wouldn't go all the way down either. Yeah, so now you're getting, we're getting into the firework ending of this movie. So first off, the cops find uh, Werewolf Dan just eating all the porn patrons. And then the <laughs> shitty cop gets his fucking head ripped off. That was hilarious. Metal meter. Metal meter. <laughs> head rip the fuck off. It's great. Better than playing with your own dick. Metal meter. <laughs> oh, God. You want to fall up on a lead? Well, now your head's going to fall off. <laughs> meter. Uh, you've turned in your badge and gun for the last time, Sanders. <laughs> you won't be the head of Scotland Yard anytime soon. <laughs> Get plowed by Scotland cock. Ah. <laughs> Get it because you're in a porn theater. Woo. All right. High five. What? <laughs> um, the next note after this I just had is OMG, there's so much chaos happening. That's really what's happening. There's just a bunch of shit. Just ex- oh, yeah, dude. God damn. It was so funny. The Fuck. Whole thing was just, everyone's crashing into each other. People dying left and right. Motorcyclists just going airborne. Got this yep. non-blinking werewolf just roaring at people. Mm-hmm. Just, it is very explosive for a uh, kind of an older movie that's been kind of slowly paced. I was not expecting this. Um, Nikki said is very much like a once upon a time in Hollywood ending. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie yet, but it's, it's no, kind of the same. No, not yet. I'm not going to give, yeah, not yet. yeah, that's not giving anything away, but it's kind of slow, kind of slow. And then just, just like shit going on everywhere. It's just like, uh, did I just walk into a different movie? What is, what's happening? Uh, I wish my wife would have watched this with me. I asked her, I said, Hey, you want to watch Amer- American werewolf in London with me? She just looks at just, no, <laughs> it just goes back. <laughs> okay. I'll do it alone then. Fuck you. Yeah, I'll just watch it with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> so the cops corner the werewolf in a dead end alley as Alex races over to tell David that she loves him. Then David's wolf face flickers for a moment right before he lunges at her, but the cops shoot him dead. There's so many things about this scene that are great. I'll start with the not great things. <laughs> they shot. They shot him at. A very acute angle from like 400 yards away. Yeah. While she, while Alex stood like directly in their line of fire. <laughs> I, I don't understand how that worked. Silver bullet. That was a, that, cool. Yeah, that was magic dumb. bullet. Excuse me. Yeah. And I, what I really wanted from this scene, what I, what I was hoping for, the, the comedic ending would have been, you know, he kind of like maybe starts walking toward her and she starts walking toward him. And then maybe she thinks that like she's getting to him and she goes down for a hug and then he just destroys her. <laughs> just that would have been a romantic scene. That would I, be I great. was hoping that her head just gets blown off and he just runs up the wall and runs away. And that's that. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been even better. The cops just fuck it up. They <laughs> yeah, just they just, just accidentally away. murder a nurse and the werewolf just escapes. I know. Yeah, <laughs> the cops shoot her in the back of the head. The cops the cops fucking PR team shows up like, really? What are we going to tell them that you were shooting at a fucking werewolf? Grow up, kids. Like, I thought you said this was a dead end. It's an open street. <laughs> he just turns around and runs away. For the last time, Brian, you don't shoot the women. You shoot the thing that's going to kill the women. <laughs> All right, Red. I forgot. I don't know anymore. Maybe I'm not cut out for this whole shooting thing. <laughs> it's a learning curve. You'll get it. 
Well, the movie then ends with Alex screaming and crying as you see David's naked, dead body with blood pouring into the gutter. Then the movie just abruptly ends with a doo-wop cover at Blue Moon. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that loved was it. a little weird. That was. A little I loved weird. it. Oh my god, I was laughing my ass off. Just, I actually looked around my 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 living room, just like did like <laughs> if like someone else was there. Like, did you all just see this shit? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just looked around. Like, what the fuck? You know what? I appreciate it because I don't think there's any other way you can end it. I thought the funniest part about it was just kind of like. It was, it was almost like a subtle fuck you to Alex. It was just like, yeah, serves you right for falling in love. Yeah, you floozy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have stayed in the moors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, just the sheer abruptness. It's like, he's dead. Movie's over. <laughs> That's it. Um, but there's so, like, I, I did, like, look up some stuff on the ending, too. So there's, like, there's a Reddit, uh, you know, uh, thread about some speculation over the ending and some people suggested that maybe Dan recognized Alex and then he lunged at her so the cops could kill him. Oh. Yeah. Because hmm. he knew that he couldn't. He couldn't do it himself. It was like his once like moment of clarity and he just like dove. He's like, they'll kill me. Right. Suicide by cop. Yes. Because he knew he couldn't control himself so he knew he yeah. would die. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You guys ready for some trivia? Yeah, I did. In some hardcore, oh. like, you know, werewolf porn, though. I mean, I watched a little bit of that when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, just like, yeah. all of a sudden it cuts back to the porn theater. <laughs> you know, all the dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. All the dead bodies are watching the werewolf fucking <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Time for trivia. So... During a preview of this movie, um, the marquee said from the director of National Lampoon's Animal House, and because of this, many people in the audience thought that, that they were going to see a comedy, which led to people just running out of the theater screaming during some <laughs> of the graphic scenes. Oh, that's great. We didn't have, like, synopsis or anything back then. It was like you saw a trailer and a poster, and that was it. Or your friends who saw the movie, right? That or the trailer just showed the entire movie. That was yeah, another thing in like the seventies and eighties. If you watch some of those trailers, like I don't need to see this movie. The movie is literally a four minute trailer of like the beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. <laughs> Every Stallone movie ever. No one had ever. Uh, no one had filmed the movie scene in Piccadilly Square for fifteen years, and the cops were not being very cooperative. So Landis arranged for a free screening of the Blues Brothers for three hundred members of the Metro Police, and then suddenly they had permission to shoot there. <laughs> really. Yeah, the Blues Brother was that big of a hit back then for the yeah. Metro Police. That was, a, that was a huge hit. God, no, I know it was. But British yeah. cops are a lot cheaper to bribe. Holy shit! Yeah, seriously, just give them a movie that you already made. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Absolutely no, you can't film here. You realize what's going to do to traffic? You realize what you do in my life? You want to see the Blues Brothers? All right, all right. Yeah, all right. We're talking. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, mate. I heard they're on a mission from God. Fuck. <laughs> Pumps and circumstances, I guess we can... a little bit of porridge and pie, and I might be in this <laughs> all the way. Pumps and circumstances, I guess we can... It's a perfectly good porn theater down the road that's covered in blood that we can watch this in. <laughs> I heard their soda was a little bit... flat. <laughs> <laughs> I am very overweight. So heavy. Um... The makeup wizard Rick Baker was the Nazi wolf who slit David's throat. 
Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Some more uh, Rick Baker stuff. So he was nominated for 12 Oscars for makeup, and he won seven. So here's a couple of movies he won for. American Werewolf in London, which was the first Oscar. Um, Henry and the Hendersons. Ed Wood. The Nutty Professor. Men in Black. How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. And then they come full circle. His last Oscar that he won was The Wolfman. Hmm. With Benicio Adentor. Mm-hmm. Um, the fake porno in this movie was titled See You Next Wednesday, which was a running gag in most of Landis's movies because it's mentioned in like 16 different movies and TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> and it's typically a different genre each time. So there's like a few of them that has like Jamie Lee Curtis as a star. Like they have a trailer from one. They have posters all over the place. Um, Tim, they have a poster of uh, See You Next Wednesday in the movie theater during the Thriller music video. Yes. <laughs> it's everywhere. Like all of his things he's ever done, which is pretty funny. Um, okay, and then the last one, a nice little one. So Griffin Dune, who was uh, Jack, recalled stopping to use the facilities in a sole trailer with a restroom only to be interrupted partway through when a driver hooked it up to a pickup and towed it away with him still inside of it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yep. Good one. Good way to end it. Okay. Time for questions. Who was your favorite <clears throat> and least favorite in this? Uh, my favorite hands down was the porn movie actress. I think we all know why. Do tell. It. Okay. Buckle up. My least favorite was um I'm gonna say it was Dan. Hmm. I didn't like him. You just didn't Fair like enough. his very successful pop music. That I'm not gonna lie, that is a contributing factor. Oh well, yeah. It's a jam. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's great hair. Making it <laughs> making it. Uh, my favorite is the cop who knocks everything over because he's just low hanging fruit and he was good. Um, <laughs> my least favorite, I'm gonna have to say, yeah, I'm gonna go with Dan. I didn't like him. Hmm. Yeah, no love for Dan. No love for Dan. No, I felt like he could have been a little more muscular. Um, and uh, know how to kiss. And it's, I just, I wouldn't want to go on a first date with him. Just gonna throw that out there. Johnny Depp would have been a great. Oh, great in this room. Would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He had the perfect mm-hmm. little baby face for it too. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh. Well, speaking of popular, my favorite is also the the porn star. Oh, <laughs> Yabos. Why do you like her, Max? Uh, I got two reasons, Tim. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> One for yeah, each hand. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they both start with D. <laughs> okay. Uh, my least Deborah? favorite. Is Deb- what? Deborah? Dimple. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Who gives a shit? So my least favorite is Alex. Uh, it's kind of her fault that sixteen people were murdered. Yeah. I mean, if you got a man who's clearly suffering from some sort of like trauma, and he says that he's a werewolf, you probably shouldn't invite him back to your house and have sex with him. And then you catch him in your living room at night, half naked, talking to himself, and you ask him what's wrong, and he says, oh, I'm just being crazy. <laughs> okay, I gotta go to work. I got an 18-hour shift. I'll just leave you here. Bye. Bye. Yeah, Good luck. That could happen. That- oh, wait, he's not here. Yeah, 
she's a very trusting British person, British woman. I mean, just a woman in general. I mean, most women, that's a red flag. Like, you know, that's when the dung dung. <laughs> dung 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 dung. <laughs> and then uh, Ice T. So you're telling around. me that this man said he's a werewolf, ate 16 people, and you still let him in? Yeah. <laughs> and now you did? <laughs> man, that's cold. That's cold. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Shit, y'all. You mean you mean to tell me that he just put her head underneath of the water spigot for three hours and she drowned to death under the water spigot? Man, that's cold. <laughs> Ice cold. Ice cold, y'all. Shit. Mm. You mean to say that he's such so bad in the sack that she just killed herself? <laughs> Man, that's cold. Just how IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their rating systems, we decided to make our own. So, guys, what would you rate this movie? Uh, I'll go first. I'll give this a uh, 10 lovely wool scaly caps out of uh, <laughs> yeah. 10 bodacious boobies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give this uh, three pints of stout. Out of one very confused iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this one floppy Dan dick bouncing around the woods eating a deer. <laughs> <laughs> out of uh, one bottle of mouthwash that Dan probably needed after eating all those people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So before we wrap up, because it's. Halloween time. You guys have any TV or movie recommendations? Ooh, I just had a good one a second ago. Say something, Tim. I need to think. Okay. uh, (laughs) Great new show that just came out that I think everyone needs to watch. Uh, It can be a little bit, you know, dark at times, but I Mm -hmm. think everyone's going to, everyone likes this show. It's, you know, uh, again, it's a new wave. It's kind of trying on a new premise. So everyone might have to get a little used to it. And that's Law and Order SVU. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, Law and Order SVU stars Ast, Marishka Hargitay, some other people. Anyways, it's a great show. Great cast. It's a, it's a great show. Great cast. Starring Ice T, Marisha Hargitay, and other people. <laughs> and other people. Great for the kids. Sit the sit the little toddlers down in front of the TV. <laughs> let them watch that. <laughs> You're good for the night. That's what I'm watching. <laughs> I, I I I rest my case. Okay. Well, I, I'll I'll give you. I'll do enough. Just the last for you, John. Jesus well, Christ! I can't talk. You can't talk. Um, I'll have a few for you here, John. The make up for it. Um, so. Nikki and I have been on a massive Halloween movie binge. I hate you. When I say that, I mean, I've been on a huge Halloween movie binge and Nikki's just been tolerating it. But, um, (laughs) so last Friday, quote unquote, we, uh, did a triple feature of happy death day Two, or happy death day to you. That's what it is on HBO. And then we watched the babysitter on Netflix, which was pretty great. And then the monster squad on Hulu. Just hopping around all those streamings. And then uh, last night we watched the summer of '84 on Shutter, which is pretty good. John, check that one out. Okay. Free trial. Yeah, yeah. Um, the ending sticks with you because you're not expecting it, and you're not ex- like the movie isn't that dark until like the last ten minutes of the movie, and it gets super dark. And then uh, also Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, 
which is probably the best one. I, I had some fun watching that one the other night. Huh. And Gremlins 2. That was on sci-fi. I watched that. That was great, too. Well, I started watching Nosferatu on Shudder. Oh, which is the, the original? No, so it's called like 70s. N0S4A2. It's like a license plate number. Oh. And so far, so good. It seems to be a, a spin on vampire movies. It seems okay. That's the only thing I've got right now through Shudder. Hmm. Yeah. Fair I, enough. I, oh, I, you should do the uh was it the Bob's uh drive drive in theater shit, whatever the fuck that is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. I have to be honest with you, I have to take a huge shit. Okay, that's cool. Let's just wrap it up. Uh that was American Werewolf in London. Woo! If you like the show, please rate and review on iTunes <laughs> and wherever you listen to podcasts and also tell your friends about us. And that also sadly wraps up our Halloween month. But we're gonna be having some good crossover and fun stuff for November. So um, stay tuned for that. And if you're trick-or-treating this Halloween, remember stay on the roads and away from the moors. Stay out of the moors, kids. Stay out of the moors. Hop into those double D titties. Oh, yeah. And stay tuned. Hey, uh, everyone out there in uh, podcast land, stay tuned for the mini episode where John does commentary on this big shitty fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's only for our Patreon uh, listeners. Yeah, you gotta subscribe for that one. Uh, Here's a preview. (laughs) That ain't free content. (laughs) Gotta pay us now. It's gonna cost you five bucks to see that and listen to that shit. That, that, yeah, that costs you five bucks to listen and five bucks to, for me to touch you while you listen. <laughs> Ten bucks for that. Okay, I'm going to go shit myself. Love y'all. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> Bye-bye. Deuces. Pun intended. <laughs>